in that case, I in that chase case, uh, I just press the, the record button. So <laughs> we are now recording. If everyone's good to go, then Michael, take it away. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is Marty. And I believe this week we also have, in addition, which is that maybe more that we often talk about but don't often bring on. Uh, so, Marty, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest since you were the one that reached out and uh, got him on the show. Wait. Aren't we, aren't we forgetting something? Aren't you getting a little bit ahead of yourself? Because I have, I've, I have stuff to talk about, Michael. You know that. It's not a podcast without this happening, you know? Because in a world where Bill Gates has to come forward and assure people he won't microchip people with a COVID-19 vaccine, you know, it can be hard not to facepalm. It can be hard maybe not to lose hope a little bit. I just want to, you know, we need to talk about this. But, uh, but you know, Mike, I have stayed strong. Up until up on, wait wait don't interrupt up until now <laughs> on top until now Mike I've stayed strong everything's fine but I just discovered something and it simply has to stop I discovered something else it simply has to stop I hmm. watched one of my favorite YouTubers and you won't believe what he said what did the what did the internet do to upset you this week he said Mike he said this he likes pineapple and pizza pineapple Mike. You mean the fruit? Like the yes. spicy one? This has to stop. I mean, we need to get political. We need to need we need lawmakers to acknowledge, acknowledge this issue. We need laws against that. But before you interrupt me again, Mike, before you interrupt me again, I know I know this isn't the platform. I know this is not the, the platform to discuss this. So I don't know, maybe I'll write a blog on Tumblr or something. Sorry, what are we up to today? I forgot. I don't know, because you completely threw me off, okay? As much as I hate the travesty that is pineapple on pizza as well, we're not here to shame pineapple pizza lovers or get any politicians involved because this is not a podcast about politicians. In fact, it's a podcast about video games. Um, and, of course, a bunch more else. Blah, blah, blah. A bunch <laughs> of other things that go along with that. So, Marty, go ahead and introduce our guest. Try to remain calm. I see a little bit of nerves on your end. Relax. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Let it flow out and go ahead. Okay, I'll breathe. I'll breathe. Yes. No. Um. Recently, I've started following a YouTuber who is called Chase. He makes reaction videos, and I was like, "Hey, it could be fun to talk to him." And just, well, at least to see if he wanted to talk to us. Uh, I brought that idea forward to you, and you said yes. You also actually knew who he was, so you were like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's do it." Yes. So we we did so. He he's a YouTuber. He reacts to to music, and he has his uh, he has a very uh, his very personal take on on it. And uh, his name is Chase, and he's with us today. Hello. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, honestly, I, it's not like I, I had much better to do this evening. No, I'm joking. I'm I'm grateful. So thank you for the invites, <laughs> and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Just, you know, Great. I said no. Marty kept pushing. I said no. no. <laughs> I know, I know. I can imagine. You're like, like I got to listen to him talk for, what, 10 to 15 minutes every day, and then I got to talk to him in the evening. It's a disaster. <laughs> well, well, at first, so Marty brought it up, and 
we were trying to figure out a way to make it work because like I've mentioned, our podcast is mainly themed around video games and we occasionally delve into movies. Um, I always usually come forth with some horror movie that I've been watching or something and taking a look at your Twitter. I saw that not only are there music reactions, but you also put in there that you like video games and you like horror movies. And I was like, okay, Marty, we'll let you get away with this <laughs> one this time. Let's go ahead and do it. It seems like a perfect fit. I'm starting to wonder if you made this podcast for me um it's all my interest it's everything i i enjoy it's everything i kind of grew up with and love so i don't think we'll have a problem tonight <laughs> so it's awesome all right so as usual we always like to start off the show with either what we've been watching or what we've been playing uh, i figure we'll go first and then if you want to jump in chase and let us know anything that maybe you're playing or you're watching you can go ahead and jump in after that how's that sound sounds perfect all right let's see i have a little bit more as always i tend to have more to say than marty but anyway i will start off i'm I'm the political guy you know i always talk a lot about that and then it's your turn to you know (laughs) talk about what you feel like absolutely needs to be talked about all right well i started watching a show that people brought up a while ago that i hadn't really gotten into all that much but i started getting into it recently and i'm absolutely loving it and it's the chilling adventures of sabrina on netflix and this show i can't believe it took me so long to watch it it has the perfect blend of like some cheesiness that they probably grabbed from the old show references back to the old show as well as its own new take the characters are pretty vibrant and they're unique there's not very one-dimensional the show does a great job on representing uh like the lgbtq ai plus scene like you have some queer folk on there and it's great it's not doesn't feel forced or anything like that it feels like a natural uh tone that they take with it and i'm really enjoying myself i finished the entire first season since the last uh show that we did because i didn't even talk about this last week which means that within a week i've watched almost two complete seasons because i have two episodes left in the second season so I've been a bit busy there. Um, other than that, I haven't watched anything else. Marty, what have uh, what have you been no, watching over there? No, I just wanted to quickly say that that I, I really I love that show as well, and I told you to watch it because I thought it would be something uh, for you. Uh, and and just wanted to add one thing, and that is I find it so interesting that the character, the act, uh, actors and actresses that they they chose, they look so similar to they look sort of similar to original series. If you if you look at it uh, mm-hmm. so you kind of even if you so if you just jump into it you all you, just by looking at them you know who who is playing who basically i find um yeah you know one thing that is weird that i wish that they didn't that they had changed for whatever reason is that in the show like sabrina herself is supposed to be like 16 years old and all of them around that are supposed to be that same age and it's just like the subject matter that they tackle and some of the things that they do it's a little bit weird that like you're watching this and you're like that's like a 16 year old making out like the actress herself is not um but it's like i don't really want to watch a 16 year old do that stuff so i kind of wish that they had just (laughs) slapped the 18 on there you know uh just to be like okay no weirding moments there but it is what it is and look past it it's all good what do you think people's hesitancy is to watch these shows that have given like that have been revitalized and revamped and they they're trying to kind of capture that historic you know moments it had back in the past and that you know that's because i'm like that when i hear that they're recreating something i grew up with and loved knowing full well that if i watched it now with the age i am i may not love it and i don't want to corrupt 
the memory I have, um, which is, I guess, why people take so long to watch those series or, or, or new new goes at it. Um, but, but it'd be interesting to know, like, what, what your delay on that was. Was it just because you hadn't gotten around to it or did you have any of those same feelings? Um, this one is mainly just because I haven't gotten around to it, but I have had those experiences with other things, which is like, oh, I don't want to touch that because, what is it? The whole Ghostbusters thing. Uh, I'm not even going to go into that. Like, I think Marty and I have talked about that before, but it's just, it was not a good movie. Um, I've said that I have no problem with the, like, all female cast or anything like that. I think that they're all individually great actresses. And when it came together, it just didn't come together very well. The characters were stereotyped and things like that. And you could pick apart classic movies. Like, I could go back. I love Star Wars. I love the original trilogy of Star Wars. And I can go back and I can be like, yeah, like Mark Hamill is whiny as Luke Skywalker, just like Anakin or Hayden Christensen is whiny as uh, Anakin. So it's like similarities. But because you saw it at a certain moment in time, it left an impression on you. And you can acknowledge that it has faults and still feel a certain way. But as you get older and you see something in that universe, you're just like... I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole, even though it really doesn't tarnish the original in any way. It's just more of that hesitancy of, I don't want to feel a certain way. I also feel like we just talked about it last show, actually, that to me, I would rather have that they expanded on the universe instead of making a remake of it, because some of these universes are so great that you could easily make more movies in the universe, and, you know, and still keep it separate and don't, don't so you don't tarnish, you know, the old uh, memories that you have on it. So I would much rather have that, you know, make something, expand on it. Don't 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 reboot it. That's kind of um, how I felt about the Exorcist series because I was a big fan of the original movie and I know they probably made about four of them too many, but you know, at least the original was great. <laughs> and when they came out with the series, I thought, oh, I don't want to touch this because I have such a fond memory of it. And it did expand. It was a continuation. Um, you kind of figured that out towards the end, but it just added value versus trying to recreate something. Hmm. Yep. And, and speaking of remakes, uh, one, <laughs> one remake that I actually have been watching is It chapter two finally got around to, to watch it and and man i realized that i don't really remember the books that well uh, but i the my, books are crazy yeah h- how close are, uh, are this one the uh, to to the books because i don't really remember it that well i think that this one is a bit closer to the original uh book than the original movie was hmm. um but of course, you're still missing some of the crazier bits. Uh, I think what was it? They said something. I think Stephen King admitted that like he was on like cocaine or something like when he was writing it. So that's why some of the things that happened in the book actually happened because he was kind of mm. a bit high out of his mind when he was doing it. Uh, but it chapter two is great. I love it. It it does go on for a long time. It's a long movie, yeah. it's like three hours three long. Hours. Yeah. yeah. All right. So after watching. It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2, my fiance Selena asked me, which one do you prefer? The older movies or the newer movies? Because both are in two parts. Both take two different approaches. And I think that both movies have the same flaw where the second bit is not as strong as the first bit. As in like the kid portion seems stronger than the adult portion. Not saying that it's weak. Just saying that it's not as strong. And I think overall as a complete product, I think I would rather watch the new iterations 
rather than the old ones. That's not taking anything away from Tim Curry because Tim Curry as Pennywise in the original, <laughs> it is just, it's a completely different take on it, right? Like they're two different characters of it. And I love Tim Curry, but I really like this new uh, film as a whole. So I think if I had to choose two movies to watch, I would choose the newer ones. But if I only had to choose like, oh, what about part one? I'd probably choose the old part one over the new part one. If that makes any sense. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically mix and match your own movie. Um, it's it's a difficult question to answer, I find, because they both did. They are as you said they're taking a different perspective that obviously there's like decades apart um it's not I, i've rewatched it as an adult and has been and was laughing yeah <laughs> uh, about it I, i remember growing up and i was you know scared shitless um so i don't know it, it's difficult because rewatching it I, i don't think it it holds up <laughs> so i think the newer ones actually hold up better but there's just something you know you know the rose rose tinted glasses on on the old ones yeah. as well so it, it's difficult it's difficult for me i think you have to it's, the question will have a different answer depending on when you ask it if you asked 12 year old 11 year old me mm. uh, and you knew the first one so i'd say that but like you watch horror films to get to be scared right you watch it for the adrenaline you watch it for the the suspense and all those kind of things so if the first one's not going to scare you anymore the second one will or the remake will, sorry, then that's like an easy no-brainer for mm -hmm. me. But like you, 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 once you've been introduced to something, like that initial, and this is actually a very uh, good time to like reaction videos. The only reason people watch, in my opinion, like to watch reaction videos is they had such an overwhelming experience the first time they saw something like with a movie. Um, and they can never have that moment again. The closest they can come is to watch someone else have it. So, you know, when you're watching the new It remakes, it's like, The, the graphics and the casting and the acting and the CGI and everything is so much better, but you can never have that beginning moment again. It's never going to happen. So for what it is and for what it did, I, I love the, the second the second movies. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree because, oh man, I would love to watch Fight Club for the first time <laughs> again. Hold amazing. on, Marty. Are you talking about it right now? You're What? talking about it. That's the first rule. <laughs> oh, Jeez, maybe you need to watch it Oops. again. I saw, I saw one, of, <laughs> one of the best... One of the best tweets I ever saw was a guy was like, um, went to watch Fight Club, was 10 minutes late. I just want to tell everyone I thoroughly enjoyed Fight Club. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are both of the things that both Marty and I have been watching. Um, Chase, have you been watching anything throughout like just the last week or so? Um, it doesn't have to be horror. Okay. No, it can be anything no. that you want. Oh my god! Uh, ironically, I, I have been. Uh, I did a reaction to a Slipknot song I hadn't heard. I think it was called Solway Firth, and the the music video was to a series called Boys or the Boys. Mm -hmm. Now I know of the series because my brother's a big fan of the graphic novel, but I'd never watched it, and that kind of put something in my brain. I was like, oh, I should watch that, and then for whatever reason, it popped up about. Uh, geez four or five days ago and i just watched it all in like a day just sat on the couch and watched mm. all of it i was i was <laughs> like this is amazing like, this is fantastic so boys has been something i've been watching um i watch a lot of like youtube podcasts and stuff that's like my my go-to so like fighter and the kid and king and the sting and stuff like those are two things that i watch a lot of but other than that it's mostly just editing and making sure <laughs> that i i get a video out every single day 
<laughs> awesome, awesome. So, moving on to some video game things. Uh, I will start off by keeping people updated on my Diablo 3 journey since the season began. And I have fully completed the seasonal journey for the first time. Which means that I've gotten three conquests done. I've leveled a character to a ridiculous portion that I've never done before. I am currently uh, Paragon 812. I am trying to knock down the Greater Rift 97 uh, with the goal being 100. That's kind of my end goal where I can back off of the game a bit and not play for eight hours a day. Um, so Diablo 3 has been the mainstay there. And I'm, look, I'm looking forward to you hit that Greater Rift 100 so you can start helping me I've out already so helped you out. We, <laughs> <laughs> I helped Marty through a speed run to do the... Uh, a Nephilim Rift on Torment 10 in under two minutes, which we I just kind of blasted through for him. And then we did that yesterday. Was it yesterday, Marty? Or was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, we took yesterday. care of that. Yep. And then, of course, Marty and I are still working on our characters together, which we have on the side. Our little, our little side flings, they are neglected, but they're still loved. Um, <laughs> uh, that's been a lot of fun. And then I've jumped into... Paper Mario and the Origami King on the Nintendo Switch, uh, which is, uh, mm. it's not horror related. It's not Diablo related. It's on the complete opposite end. Uh, Mario games always have a charm for me. I love Mario and pretty much any iteration. And the Paper Mario series has always been one of my favorites. So I'm looking forward to going a bit more into that. And I will definitely keep everybody out there updated on that journey. Um, Marty, you are once again playing a different game because last week you talked about Red Dead Redemption 2, and that is nowhere on your list now. So I'm confused <laughs> on what's going on. What what the world are you doing over there? Uh, just to make a, a long story short, I wasn't really feeling Red Dead Redemption 2 at the moment at the current point. Uh, I still want to play it. I still I, I think it might be a great game. I, I just didn't feel it right now. I wanted something else, so I realized that I st- I'm, I'm behind. Not just one, but two Tomb Raider games. So uh, I went on to the store just to see what it what the price was. It was free for some reason, 20 year anniversary something. Nice. So I was like, oh okay, I'll I'll, I'll take a free <laughs> game. And uh, yeah, that's how I started playing it. And I have. I'm still playing it, and I'm having fun. Which one are you playing? Uh, the Rise of the and Tomb I think Raider. that's the second one in the reboot the series. One. There's the first yeah. Tomb Raider, Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider, then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yes. So I have a lot of uh, thoughts about it, but I think I'll save it for uh, another show when I'm a little bit further into the game. And also because I feel like there's other stuff we want to talk about today. All right. Uh, before we go on to that other stuff, Chase, uh, I noticed on your Twitter that you do play video games. Have I you do. been playing anything? Have you been playing I, anything? I have. Sure have. Um, <laughs> I'm always uh, always delving into a bit of Minecraft here and there. It just settles my mind and I, I don't mind it. Um uh, I have been playing a lot of Dying Lights as well. I lo- can't oh, get nice. enough, like, can't get enough of zombie games, man. Just like, and they, I don't know what's what the deal is with the release of the third installment. Um, it's supposed to be, isn't it? They haven't like given a date for that or anything because I've been waiting for that forever. Um, I believe it's coming out on this. I'm making all this up right now, but uh, love Dying <laughs> Lights. Can't can't get enough of that. And then like, I don't know what it is, but because I'm on my phone. Um, a lot. Like, does mobile gaming count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. State of survival, man. They got me. They fed me enough ads 
uh, and I finally clicked the damn button, and I'm now trying to build an empire to like kill zombies. And everything is just zombie related. <laughs> Minecraft, Dying Light, Status Survival, it's like all zombies. But um, those are kind of the three that I, I dip into the most at the moment. So, have you tried just because you said Minecraft and zombies? Have you tried uh, Seven Days to Die? I have tried it. Um, mm. Ironically, I enjoy watching people play it more than I enjoy playing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually think I have it the same way, to be honest. There's a group of guys, I can't remember their name, there's a group of guys who um, are just hysterical, and uh, they, they uh, watch them play that is, is a lot more fun than me actually playing it. <laughs> yeah. um, as, if you don't know, like Marty and I, were heavy, heavy into the gaming. <laughs> so uh, pretty much anything that's out there, we've delved into it at some point, or have plans to. Like I've been planning on jumping into Dead by Daylight. Uh, yeah. And I just want a group to jump in with. And it's just trouble because all of my friends are European. Or they're somewhere across the sea. I'm the lone warrior over here in America trying not to die from walking out the damn door because people won't wear a mask. Um, I'm just trying to survive. And I can't find a group to play with. You, Mike, Mike, you're playing the real life zombie war. I am. Man, I am. You're playing the real life apocalypse. It's just much oh, longer. Yes. And let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We are crouched in the superstore trying to like get to the bread without anybody touching me. Like, <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive game guy. Like growing up, that's all. Like my brother and I, we, we used to we used to play a bit of sports and stuff. But like gaming was a thing. We were like we we pretty much were attached to the hip to any Mortal Kombat release that came out. That Ooh. was like our thing. We were just. It didn't matter whether it was arcade, or, no Sega 16, but like back in the day, that was the thing. We just played that nonstop. Yeah. Um, and my, my brother's still. I mean, I don't know what Mortal Kombat they're on now. Is it X or um, I don't know what the latest one was? But he's like still 11. playing that. We still 11. Yeah, yeah. So we're still we're still like obsessed with that game. I don't know what it was. I think it's just the gratuitous violence and cool characters. But uh, yeah, I love that. Probably. I mean, that first time that freaking Sub-Zero pulls out somebody's head and their <laughs> spine is hanging there. Uh, it's really cool. I always found it difficult. I was more of a Street Fighter guy. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Street Fighter was kind of my jam. And then moving on from that, Soul Calibur. So you were more the button masher? Uh, yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> the fireball happened. I don't know how it happened, but it did. It did. That's cool to me. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, okay? I can crouch and uppercut and sweep the leg, okay? I've seen every time I'm playing Mortal Kombat, in my head, I just hear, sweep the leg! So I go ahead and I do it. <laughs> it just keeps falling over and over again. Uh, that's the worst, man. All right, so let's get ready to move on to the bulk of our show. So every time we have an episode, we tend to have a main theme after we get done nerding out about all the things we've been watching, all the things we've been playing. And this week is going to be a little bit different because it's going to be more of a discussion with our friend Chase here, who is nice enough to join us on the show. So it is going to be probably a bit more YouTube slash music oriented, which we've done before. Um, when the new Nightwish album came out, I nerded out about that, which was, it came out on my birthday. So it was like a gift to me that they gave me. I appreciate that Nightwish if you ever hear this. Thank you. And um, I nerded out about the Mother album from uh, In This Moment, especially when I got my shirt that said Stay Home and Listen to Mother in support of the COVID-19 thing that was going on. Loved it. And as we've mentioned, Chase here, he does YouTube reactions to a lot of different bands, mainly uh, 
in the rock genre, but some of them go really crazy in different ways. I know Marty is a huge fan of the of the Eskimo Callboy. <laughs> I kind of jumped on ship when uh, the Nightwish started and Ginger because I love both of those groups for like two totally different reasons. And um, I'm gonna let Marty go ahead and kick this off because I know he's been very excited. He's every time. He gets me in a call. It's, are you excited? Are you excited? <laughs> so I'm going to let him go ahead and kick it off. Yeah, I mean, as Michael already did say, then I, I jumped on when, when you did the Eskimo, Eskimo call boy with Hyper Hyper. So, you know, I brought your cup of tea with two sugars, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, 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 I do tend to watch a lot of reaction videos, but it, I think it's like the general thing as Michael, where I go for Ginger with Pisces just to see people react to that because you know reasons I'm pretty sure you, you understand uh, <laughs> and and yeah but but this time around uh, but then the, the hyper hyper came out and I was like uh, I, I messaged Michael straight away with the link and said I think this one it would be amazing to see people react to this one and and people did start to react to it and that that when I came upon your channel and I, I, I don't know what it was. That was just something I felt like, this this is really cool. I want to check out more. And then uh, another song came out recently that I really, really was into, which is Bring Me the Horizon with pa Parasite Eve. And I watched that one. And I think those two were the first two videos I watched with you where I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty cool. He seems like uh, he knows a little bit or two about music. So is, is that true? <laughs> do, do you know stuff about music? <laughs> I, I I'll be honest. I probably I probably sound more educated than I am. No, I am. Um, I grew up. Um, uh, I studied post production, so that was kind of there was no formal training, but there was a small little bit on music theory, and there was like uh, a lot of listening um, <clears throat> practicals, so like keys and different shifts and stuff like that. But my my experience came through just teaching myself. I taught myself how to play guitar. I was in a band for um, geez, seven eight years. We were. Uh, with Sony BMG for distribution, um, we were a, for lack of a better phrase, a heavy rock and roll band. Um, if you think, if you think more along the lines of He's Legend, Every Time I Die, hmm. those were big influences of ours. Um, and I mean, by no means was it ever a job; it was always a hobby. But we did coin our own little success in the South African Johannesburg market where I grew up. So. We're privileged enough to be on a lot of tours with uh, Haste the Day, uh, Under Oath, Under Oath, Horse the Band, Blindside, the Ataris. We got we got some good tours that we were part of. We had a lot of fun. And um, when you're in a band that is uh, you know practicing twice a week, trying to create albums, uh, trying to go on tour and stuff, you you learn an awful lot about songwriting, uh, composition, and it, that's just something I'm obsessed with. Doesn't matter what the genre is, it's something that I'm really obsessed with. So. I'm pretty much self-taught, which was, um, uh, you know, you think you know something about it, but it was uh, the comments and feedback that I've been getting is a little bit overwhelming. I didn't realize that it was it was as educational as I guess people are finding mm. it. So that wasn't the goal to to go and teach. It was just to talk about what I'm seeing, hearing. Mm. What what was the goal to to begin with? What was was it? Because um, it, it feels like UK, you started. At the same time, roughly as COVID started, was it just because you lacked something to do, or was that actually a bigger plan? Yeah, that? you know, you know what, I've I've always wanted to do it. Um, there are a couple guys that I've seen. Um, I don't, I won't say I've watched an enormous amount of reaction videos, but they're definitely one or two uh, more personality-driven 
and then uh, technical. So there's um, there's the the fun uh, shock factor guys like the No Life Shacks and like you know some of the big boys and those kind of guys. And then you get like Love Rebecca no Vocal Coach. <laughs> Love him, man. Guys, guys, a legend. Guys, a legend. <laughs> so OG. Um, and then you got like uh, ladies like um, uh, Rebecca Vocal Coach or something like that. I find her just. Her very posh approach to technical explanations have been great. And like I said, I don't watch a lot of them, but the idea of it was very fascinating. Being in a band, uh, my, I, was, I was just actually saying that um, my other half is the reason I started this. I got put on furlough the minute that COVID came around, so I had more time on my hands. I can't do nothing. I have to be busy. I have to keep creatively sharp, especially for my job. So um, she was just like, when you talk to me about, you know, she'd send me a song and she'd go, I really love this. Um, what do you think? And I'd go, oh, you know why? And I'd start explaining to her on like a phone call or, or a conversation. And um, she'd go, you have to do this. Like you've always wanted to do this, but you don't understand how much value you're giving to me as a fan of that band. So I thought, I've got time on my hands. People are at home uh, desperately looking for content. So the stars aligned in a timing point of view. But the goal, the goal was just to try, mm. to see. There was no... Uh, I want to do this and it's going to be a, a job. It's I'm going to do this and I want to hit a hundred K or I want to do this. And th- there are goals that are starting to become more tangible to me now, but that was the goal was let's just see, let's maybe this will help someone because it'll help me. The goal was to keep myself sane, keep myself creative. And that was pretty much it. All right. It's funny that you mentioned a uh, no life shack, because I think when he did, he did a reaction to ginger's Pisces as well. And I think I shared it with Marty a while mm-hmm. back and I was like, yo, you need to watch like this reaction. Like it was one of those big ones that I was like, uh, I love No Life Shack because he's more he's hip hop oriented. And I like a lot of yeah. hip hop and rap and especially like Eminem is kind of my jam. So I lo- love hip hop, man. Like that's one thing that I keep. I have I have two. I like I don't just listen to rock and, and, <clears throat> and metal and stuff like that. I listen to a lot of hip hop. I listen to country. Country is like my guilty pleasure. Not the over country country, not the. <laughs> Garth Brooks kind of side of things, but like Chris Stapleton and guys like that, like guys with actual talents who, who know how to sing and play instruments. <laughs> um, they, 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 I'm a big fan of that. So I, I had, I've gone recently, I mean, being in this reactor world, I've gone and I've watched a lot of these videos now. Um, I've watched, uh, I remember like one of my first introductions to No Life Shack was, um, he did like a YouTube cipher with like, um, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. With, uh, Crips and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty cool. And then I, I did see him. Everyone keeps asking me to do Popular Monster. And I, I'm always honest about it. Like, I, guys, I've heard it. I, I can do a review, but I, it's not a reaction. It can't be a reaction. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fake it and pretend. I think it's inauthentic. I think you'll know immediately. And it's just a disservice. People aren't stupid. And it's not something I ever do. Like, I would. I, why would I waste my time pretending? So I want to... It's actually gotten to the point where people send me music, like friends, my brother will go listen to this and I'll go, I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't listen to it. Like it's actually changed that completely. He goes, Oh, come on, man. Just, I was like, dude, I can't listen to it. I, I'll do it as a reaction next week. Like now I've got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so it's, uh, is it a challenge? Like you brought up that people bring up songs that you should listen to. Is it a challenge? Like after you hear a band for like the first time you came across them, you heard a song, you reacted to it, and then you just kind of want to, hear more but you know that like you know it would make a good video so you kind of have to put it on the back burner how difficult is it for you to just like like okay i am not going to go on spotify and listen to everything that they've put out i mean there's it's it's very difficult i have been quite i'm, I'm always honest i've said in a couple of videos where i go 
it's possible I've heard this before. I don't remember it. I may have been in a club. I may have been at a, at a party and someone put it on. I may have been in a car. I, I don't remember it. And to my knowledge, the first time I'm hearing it. But um, when I hear something I really like, like Eskimo Cowboy, like uh, Sleep Token. Sleep Token are like a big one for me. <clears throat> Discovering them on the channel, I'm just like blown away by these guys. Uh, worship. It is, it, yeah, worship. <laughs> um, it, it would be very difficult. But because I'm doing so many and because I try and form more than one a day, I bank them. Um, I think there is no secrets to the fact that a lot of um, – so what I do is I'll try and form one or two a day and I'll bank them and I'll leave gaps for things that are urgent. Like today on the day of this recording, um, Eskimo Cowboy dropped Love Hate – or Hate Love, sorry. I got on it immediately. I recorded it. I pushed everything else out, um, which actually today was going to be um, Ginger on the top, um, live from Kiev. So that is now going on to Sunday. Something to look forward to on Sunday for me. <laughs> um, also, whenever it comes out, I forgot the date exactly. You mentioned it in a video, I think, uh, early in the week that the greatest show on earth is heading our way. And as somebody who came oh, in with God. the Nightwish uh, group, I'm excited for it. <laughs> Michael, if you become a patron, you can listen to it now. Just want, just want to point <laughs> I, that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm sure by the time this goes out, that'll be long, long overdue. No, I am. Um, I, I have obviously. Someone, someone asked me the whole Patreon thing. Like, someone asked me uh, to open one. Just said I'd like to support you. They didn't want to do. Um, I don't know what other channels you get. So I just know Patreon's a, a content supporter stream. So mm-hmm. they did. I don't really. If I'm honest, I don't do much in Patreon. I, I do have plans for it because there are quite a few people there now, and I want to. I want to just say thanks and i thought one of the one of the things that i can do which won't which will not have to require doing an additional set of content which i think i should do anyway is early access so greater show on earth is coming out tomorrow um which is sunday that was an intense one um i think sometimes you know the nightwish army is so dedicated so passionate and so and i mean this in the best way critical of the people that experience the music with them and they have a full understanding so if they are going to watch me they're expecting technical um, observations they're expecting mm-hmm. music education uh, whereas if you're watching a no live shack you're expecting entertainment you're expecting humor you're expecting personality now i would hope i've got some of that but that isn't my go-to my thing is i want to try and uh, it's not even i want to try and i want to figure it out it's like a puzzle to me I want to figure it out and I want to show that. So that's out tomorrow. It's over 42 minutes long. So it's the longest one I've totally. done by a, a long shot. And I, I make sure that when when uh, when people, uh, when uh, fans are so passionate about stuff, like with Poet and the Pendulum, I feel I owe it to them to do the correct research, to do the correct prep. So for this, I, I was a, familiar with Dawkins anyway, but I went and read extracts. I read through the lyrics beforehand. I researched the phrases I didn't understand to figure out what they were talking about. I um, uh, looked at the album. I found out it was the first album that Troy and Floor were permanent members. I like. I did my homework because I think you owe it to the people who care so much and choose to spend 42 minutes of their day with me, which is still, I can't figure out why, but uh, they, they do. So, <laughs> so it's awesome. As somebody who listens to it and will watch the 42-minute long video, I can't tell you why. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just there. I put it on, and it's like, like you mentioned, like, we go to different channels for different reasons. Yeah, and I you think, never, like, we're going to have to like, choose. Yeah, yeah, like Marty mentioned, like, 
Pisces was kind of like one of those videos that grabs your attention because you know of that first initial reaction to when she switches up her vocals. But then, okay, what is there after that point? Like, are you there? Why are you still staying there? And I think, like you mentioned, like I, pref- I like your your analysis of it. I also watch uh, the Charismatic Voice, and she is a vocal specialist. Like she does opera and that stuff. So I like listening to her analysis of like the vocal techniques that are being used. She's talking about like people's throats as they're doing certain things, and it's a different take on it. And no life shack is the entertainment factor like he's over the top in a lot of good ways but he also has a little bit of you can sense that knowledge that's there like he picks things out that you may not be able to hear so it's entertainment but you know he's not stupid he's doing the stuff so and i like especially especially with hip-hop especially with hip-hop like he teaches me um through humor and through entertainment he teaches me infinite amounts about um especially when he starts drawing similarities to different artists that I haven't in my mind even near connected. And I go, oh, yeah, 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 like that. Like NF, like I'm a big NF fan, right? So when NF stuff, when the search came out again and everyone was like doing a lot of stuff around that, um, there was a lot of stuff I learned from just watching it. I mean, musically, I was listening to it, but then lyrically and his phrasing and stuff like that, I was mm-hmm. learning so much from these guys. Um, and it was, it, it, you don't have to choose. I think I, I see a lot of comments of people going, um, I, I get added to certain discords now and I see people going, well, I prefer Chase, I prefer this. Well, that's okay, but you don't have to choose. The only thing that'll determine how many people you can watch is how much time you have. Mm-hmm. You could be like me and forget what you're supposed to be doing throughout the day because you went down the rabbit hole of reaction videos. I, honestly, it's such, a, it's such a compliment and it's such a, um, I, I am still extremely overwhelmed by it because I haven't, I've only been doing this just over three months, I think. But um, I get, I get, I got an email from someone saying, um, uh, him and his uh, guy and his girlfriend, they very complimentary long like email, and I was I was like I couldn't believe what I was reading, and they were like, oh, we just spent five hours watching videos. I was like, five? Do I? My first thought was, do I have five hours <laughs> worth of video? <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, clearly I probably do. I got like I got close to a hundred, I think, videos up, mm. so there must be something there. But um, if if it's helping, and um, and I've had one or two people send really nice messages saying they're struggling at the moment with mental health, and it, it's a nice distraction uh, distraction. Uh, from their day and to me that is the ultimate compliment that's that's like the best services thing can do cool i do i do feel we we have talked a little bit about uh this area that but what is a good reaction video what is a good yeah what is a good reaction video to you one that leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived mm. it doesn't matter whether you learn something whether you laugh whether you cry or whether you um you get frustrated if 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 i mean when i say frustrated i mean in terms of how great something is or what whatever it is yeah it could be anything but anything that leave, leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived at it is, is a good reaction yeah, yeah. something that left me in a better mood yesterday marty brought this up to me it missed it i missed the feed bit of it like when this video came out but you reacted to a nickelback song yeah the lullaby and I think we were playing Diablo 3 with two other people and one of the girls had mentioned Nickelback and she's like, I hate Nickelback. And I'm like, like, why? Like, why do you hate Nickelback? I get, I get that some people think that they're they're a bit generic, um, but I say like they stick to like a formula because they know that it works and it's it's decent. Like, it's not horrible. It's not the greatest thing ever, but I still find it enjoyable. Uh, I'm not going to like bump Nickelback all the time. Yeah, they're good at what they do. And I think that 
I I don't know if it's just internet hate or like that. It's fun. It it's like the cool it, thing to hate on Nickelback, but they're still selling uh, albums, sure. right? <laughs> Dude, for sure. Like, um, there's a couple of things you have to always remember. The um the 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 there is a vocal minority. The amount of people that love Nickelback don't feel the urge to shout about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why you only hear the people who don't, because they, unfortunately, I think there are a lot of people out there who find creativity in being destructive. So, especially with social media, I think social media is a place that warrants um, a lot more views and clicks if it is negative, clickbaity, that kind of thing. So, I think there's a culture of that. But mm-hmm. uh, Nickelback, to me, are your quintessential, successful, very talented, very um, just high-level commercial rock band, and there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, there are a lot of people, a lot of bands who hate on them would give their left arm to be even in half the position, whether that be uh, fan-wise, monetary, or concerts. But I think they were great. I, there, there were two reactions I did where I thought, oops, here we go. And it was Nickelback and it was Evanescence. Because I had so many people, um, I, my first ever Nightwish reaction, I mentioned Amy Lee. It wasn't a comparison. I just mentioned her and I almost got my head taken off in the comments by a few people. So I was like, great, I guess this is it then. Um, but, but I thought, you know what, nothing, I'm going to look at the music I want to look at as well. Uh, there is a lot of it is request based and then a lot of it is, I just stumble upon it. And then some of it is like, every time I die, the minute they release their new album, you're going to be sick of me talking about them. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) I like that. Um, (laughs) so what did it feel like when you, when you hit 5k subs, oh, you both hit five and 10k to, to, uh, uh, Oh, and 20k today. So how how does that feel? And and what's the next big goal? Is that one? Um, I I think I think I mean I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, hitting 20k is pretty amazing. It's spectacular, <laughs> especially especially with the greatest show on earth coming out tomorrow. It feels like a very good weekend for mm-hmm. me. It feels like I got to I got to do um, Eskimo Cowboys new one today, which I loved. I just I thought it was I thought it was more serious, but I thought it was great. It was a very simple structure. It was very smartly done. It was well thought out. And then I get to have this um, greatest show on earth tomorrow. I get to have <clears throat> Ginger on Sunday. And I'm, I don't. I, I make a point of make keeping my weekends as weekends. So I will uh, go on and respond to people and chat to people and publish, but I don't record on the weekend. Mm. Um, unless it's like, obviously, unless there's a very, very good reason to. But hitting 20K was remarkable. Um, I, I didn't expect it to happen today. Um, you can't plan for these kind of things, no. and um, as a as a result of that, because because this is actually some new merch that I'm launching um, through Teespring. So um, very simple, just like just the one phrase, cool glitch font that I got uh, got designed up for me. Got a couple different arts and see how that goes. I just thought, why not? Let's try. Hmm. Um, my go- the, the next goal is going to be um, I want 100k, man. Yeah. And you know why? It's not even. It's not even. This is this is no discredit to anyone who views and does anything. It's not about the numbers. I want that silver play plaque. <laughs> that, yeah, why not? It, it is cool. <laughs> How cool would that yeah. be, man? Like that's. It's just you know what it is. It's just like it's just it's such a silly thing that sounds like a bit ego based, and I guess it is because aren't we all just humid at some point? Yeah. But to have a physical representation of hard work mm. is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of hard work, um, how, how much time actually goes into one video? If it's like, you know, three, four minute song, uh, how much time do you actually spend on it? Because I think there's a lot of people just thinking, hey, that's the yes. reaction. That's easy. Just record yourself done, right? Upload. Well, it it can be. It depends how much care you have. Because I don't, so I record, so I'll just talk about how I do this. <clears throat> I set up, my stuff is all kind of stationary. So I set up takes about 
10-15 minutes to get everything ready, get the stuff queued up. I record my screen through OBS. I record my audio on a Zoom H5n, which is separate. I record myself on a, um, it's a pretty low level um, mirrorless, but it's um, it's a Fujifilm. So, you know, I'm, that's kind of the next upgrade. But everything is separate. So then I have to import all of that and I have to line up all the audio. And I have to, I, I, I want it that way because then I get, it's small things, but for me, it's important. Having the ability to fade the um, overlay of the reaction video in and out when I want it to be versus having a system where I'm clicking and it looks a bit messy. I just think to polish the products, mm-hmm. I'd like to have control of all the variables. Um, so it takes, to, to film it takes about, well, it, it's as long as the video is because I do them in one take. So yeah. it's about 12, say three minute songs, about 12, 12, 13 minutes. Uh, putting everything into um, Premiere Pro is about you know, another 10 minutes or so. And then the editing, I've got down to a pretty good art now. So that's probably half an hour. Exporting is, is the absolute mess that mm. takes, you know, the Nightwish one felt like, the Greatest on Earth <laughs> felt like days. But, um, <laughs> but, but, you know, today's one was probably, I'd say, 30 to 40 minutes. Uploading another 10 minutes to 20 minutes and then publishing writing a tweet for its tags descriptions it's a long time you're looking at you're looking at probably three or four hours for just a simple small song yeah, yeah. but i think that's one of the things as well that, that you you can feel as the view of your videos that you know it, it is the small things it, it it feels like quality uh and and that you know that you want it to be a little bit better quality than just the average joe out there uh not that there's nothing wrong with that uh because that that's just their style of doing it but you just you just feel that that extra little that's taking care of all the small details well i get i get a lot of criticism but i i actually edit the audio so i have my vocals which is through my mic and then i have the audio and i will very very finely i edit all the audio so if i'm speaking if i'm speaking it's because i want you to hear it so then mm. you have to hear it right so i've got to dip the audio and i get criticism on all of that i get criticism on the pausing i get uh you know <laughs> i pause too much which is actually i got a little pause logo on the back of my merch which i thought was really funny <laughs> because i was like i was like hey why not man embrace the thing that's amazing but if you know i always go back to and i think a lot of people kind of jump i don't have to say anything people jump in and say it for me but if you want to watch the video on its own mm. you'll watch yeah. it and if you want to watch if you want to watch someone else watch the video well, there's lots of people doing that, so I don't need to be another one of those people. Exactly, and I, I'm one of the ones that don't don't mind the pausing because that's when we get, you know, uh, new information about the song that I apparently hadn't heard before. So I like that bit. Uh, so yeah. just just keep doing that because I, I I feel like I sometimes do the same thing that that I go to a reaction video and then I realize that I'm actually just there to hear the song and not to hear the reaction, guys. I'm like, why why do I do this? Why don't I just go actually listen to the song then? <laughs> I'm pretty open with all my stuff, like analytics and everything. You ask me whatever you want, and I'll tell you. But um, you'll, you'll find that, like uh, on Pisces, um, the minute that she switches to the screaming, mm. you get a drop off. You get a drop off of the cinema people because they've got the thing they came for. It was yeah. that thing yeah. they wanted to see the, and <laughs> then it was you know, and then and then done. And and it's like you, it's to to your points earlier. What else are you providing? Yeah. And um, lucky enough that that transition of the screaming, because that was one of the ones that drew people in. The transition of the screaming happened uh, a minute or so into the song, and I had enough opportunity without even knowing it to go. This is what I'm about, mm. and then that happened. So you kind of had an idea whether you wanted to watch it or not. Yeah. yeah. On the uh, pausing front, Brittany Hayes, who is uh, 
the lead singer of Unleash the Archers, which is an awesome band that you've reacted to as well. Uh, she was sure going is. through. She did a video. She did a video where she was trying to watch people react to their songs. And mm-hmm. I think one of her biggest complaints was that they were just listening to the song and she yeah. was like, okay, well, are you going to talk about it? Like get, get to the point. And she was just like frustrated that all of the people that she was coming across were just listening to it. And she's like, Oh, I came to listen to you. Tell me what you think about what's going on. Well, I, I am, um, I just, I say stupid, you know, I'm a fan. Um, I, my, I came across them with awakening, which I'm sure a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. It was um, the reason that I did Awakening is it was, you know, when you're in the reaction game and you're doing reactions, you start to get fed other reactions. And without watching them, I just noticed the right hand column of my uh, feed that was popping up a lot. So I was like, oh, we'll probably do this one. Um, it seems like a popular one. And I know if a lot of people are watching this, it's either because it's crazy, silly, shocking, amazing. Um, so there was going to be a good reason without knowing what the reason was. I actually tweeted her and just said, can I do an interview with you? And I'm actually in a discord with the, um, the, uh, that the band runs now. Mm. So I'm trying to like set, I'm trying to set that up because, um, I mean, I knew so Arch is like, I'm a t- I like like technical playing and I think those guitarists are incredible. I think she's incredible. I think the drummer's incredible. They're all phenomenal. And, um, I put out something and, and, uh, Grant, one of the guitarists, he started, he commented on the video and he was like, dude, I can't believe how much she picked up in this. That's amazing. And I, was, I didn't know it was him. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, thanks, bud. Like, appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then I was like, hang on a second. Is this you? And he's like, yeah, it is. But I didn't see the yeah, it is. So I just left him on hold, like a side check for four weeks. Um, <laughs> and then I was, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, dude, dude, I'm so sorry. It's the thing, like the YouTube creator app, that's the thing. Is like It feeds me all the comments into like uh, the the behind the scenes curtain, the analytics side of it, it feeds me all the comments, but it doesn't feed me the replies. It muddles it all up. And you only get those occasionally on the actual front face of YouTube, which is a disaster. So um, to, to have a band that I've reacted to, give me the thumbs up. That is the ultimate compliment. Absolutely. You've mentioned like that little feed on the side, like the, uh, you see all the other uh, reactors doing this yes. song, doing that band. How is it that, like, what's the balance for you when you think about, like, obviously you've mentioned that you do it because you enjoy doing it and yeah, you sure. like doing what you do. Um, is there at some point you're like, okay, I kind of want to just see my numbers spike. Let me throw out that Nightwish video. How is it that, that you balance the, I know this video will get views versus like, I really like this band and I really want to hear this song right now and I want to react to it. I'll be I'll be blatantly honest with you as I am with everything. <clears throat> there is sometimes that that runs through your brain. There is that completely. But I've been privileged enough and very very lucky enough to have those bands I actually enjoy. So I know when I put out a Nightwish or a Ginger or a, a, I didn't okay Hyper Hyper is one I didn't know. I, di- I didn't know it was gonna do well. It's I, I had a look. I kept looking over here. It's my second most popular viewed video. Oh wow. I can't, I, I didn't, I had no clue it was going to be, it's, I think it's over 80, it's over 80,000, but um, it, there are those thoughts, like I just want to put out a big one, you know, like, I, like, like you, you know, you, you maybe you've put out some other bands that you've experimented with and you're just enjoying the process. I don't really get tied up in the numbers too much, but I would be lying to you if I, if I said I, there wasn't moments where I said, oh, I do want to have a big one where it just gets, it, it just feels like I'm reaching a lot of people. 
Um, but I, I happen to enjoy those bands, so I'm lucky. One of those bands that I didn't get on board with, and I've only heard the one song, was Sabaton. A lot of people were asking for Sabaton. I did a reaction to it. I didn't think it was bad. I just wasn't sold on it. And I had mm. to be honest. And I was like, guys, so far, I think I need to hear more. I'm not on board, which is why I haven't done another one yet. Um, and I do know people watch those. I know people love those. But it's, I'm not going to do that at the expense of me not enjoying something. That's not the point of it. Mm. Before I toss the ball back over to Marty, I do want to say that your reaction videos and the sense of like the music that you're choosing, whether you know the band or not, it seems almost like my approach to horror movies where even if you don't like it it's okay to say i don't like these parts but you're still looking for things that it's doing well and it's it's more about like the entertainment at that point like okay what is it providing me that's good rather than these are all of the things that it's doing bad and obviously like you know being a fan of horror there are those people that say they're horror fans but then they just tear apart every single aspect of what makes a horror movie a horror movie uh whether it's too cheesy or it's too samey and it's like i would much rather pull out the positives why i liked it it's so hard for me to say that movie sucks because i can pick apart little things that i really still enjoy from it it's that you know what that is a fantastic point and i'll tell you i'll tell you why my future goal for the channel is to the the reason i haven't done it yet is i want people to get value so i get loads of bands whether they're subscribers or people that heard of me some of them not not you know have some kind of following and they email me and they go react to our song and i go hang on a second you understand that if i react to this i will always be constructive and i will be uh and i will provide critique but I can't tell you what the other people on the channel are going to do. I can't tell you what the subs and they go, go for it, just do it. So that is going to be part of the plans. I want to have a channel that I can expose younger bands to a wider oh, audience, cool. give them the exposure, get get feedback, get positive feedback um, that they can take away and do whatever they wish with. Now, you make absolutely right points. If you've been in a band, you know how hard it is to practice, to write songs, to record, to get it out there. Who am I to tell that band? that what they did over three minutes is terrible. I'm nothing. I can't do that. What I can do is go, for me, it's not my kind of taste. However, I can appreciate the effort that's gone in and I can appreciate the dedication, the time, because that's all I think of. I hear a solo and I think, do you know how many times he practiced that? That's the thing with Sabaton. It's not, It's an, and I'm, I'm, again, basing this on one song, but the song I heard, I thought it was catchy, thought it was good, thought it was well-produced, thought the video was sick, it was on a boat, it was awesome. Um, but... <laughs> Um, and apparently they partnered with some gaming company to do like the CGI and stuff, which is pretty cool. But um, I I didn't really like the song. But what I, I did do is I was like, overall, it's not a song I listen to, but there's so much in there that I can learn from and I can appreciate. You, 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 you can't tell me. It's the same with reactions. If you didn't enjoy a reaction I did, that's okay. But if you spend five minutes, it's only five minutes. It's not the end of the world. It didn't hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> not much. Oh my god, I hate his opinion. Let me assault myself. Uh, no, I'm, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I feel like for me at least, reaction videos is also also a good way to, to as you're doing right now, to, to discover new music. I mean, Ginger is actually a band that I discovered because of reaction videos. Um, and another band that I actually have started listening to even though it's not like it's not 100% in stuff that I normally would listen to but uh, that's band a, a bandmate um, bandmate yeah, yeah. because uh, I saw you reacting to it and I, I got to get, got exposed to their music that way and and just just how freaking good those those 
girls are that that's amazing and and there's just something amazing. about that, that that just captivates me as well and i, I like that music I think they I think the the Japanese market's one I haven't been exposed to as much as I have now and I'm just blown away by how much there is out there. I knew I knew that there was metal, I knew that there was a whole kind of different take on it, but I didn't know I had no clue what I was in for. No, no. <laughs> is there any uh, videos of 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 the bands that you've reacted to that you wish maybe got a little bit more attention than than for instance I, I guess Night Nightwish is probably up there among the band to get a lot of attention yeah. but i like smaller ones they're really like i wish this these videos got more attention for sure for sure um <clears throat> i think that's uh, i'm trying to think definitely sleep token um it's probably a bit biased because i've fallen in love with them but i just think they deserve that no, they I'm don't get the credit they deserve they don't get it and it's got listen I, i can sit here and sound like a martyr and tell you that I, it's not for me it isn't for me i appreciate the views don't get me wrong that boosts my success but i would i would um love for them to start getting the kind of credit they deserve this show is they are, they are hidden gem that I find so there's not a song I've listened to or reacted to sorry from them that uh, hasn't blown me away in some way or another even one that doesn't have a video it's just got a visualizer or whatever it was the last one I did I think it was I think it was the offering um, it, it, they, they're incredible another one that I, I kind of wanted to get more attention was um Hayley Williams solo project. Mm. Mm. She she she's got a uh, pedals for armor. I think it is. There's a song. I can't remember the title now. I want to say, oh, I'll have a look. I'll find it because it's just somewhere. But um, she she, I, I'll tell you why I wanted it to get more attention. It's got nothing to do with how great the song is. I quite like the song, but it is everything to do with the fact that uh, it's called uh, why we why we ever. Sorry. I think it's so important for people to celebrate side projects of bands because it is such a necessary creative outlet for groups that are together and together and together and then they go and do something else for a second and everyone goes, don't do that, do the thing, do the thing I like. And it's mm. like, no, you don't understand. If they don't do this, they won't do the thing you like. So mm. like, I kind of I kind of wish you got more success on that. And then um, I'm just having a quick scroll through. Um, oh, uh, another one was uh, Starset. Starset is a is a fantastic band that I think didn't get enough um, credits. But to be honest, uh, with the YouTube game, you put stuff out and some of them do well, some of them well, some of them don't. Um, but when people discover you, they tend to go through your backup catalog mm. and it's slow burners. They start to accumulate attention views and stuff like that. So um, as, long as, as long as it helps, the amount of people who message me, email me, tweet me and say, and actually tag the bands and go, I'm now listening to all their stuff because of this one reaction or one song that you introduced me to. Mm. I think there's massive value in that, uh, particularly for smaller bands. Absolutely. I was uh, just thinking about the Haley Williams stuff because mm. I am, I was a big fan of the band and then I know she started doing her solo stuff on the side. Uh, and I, they took a little bit of a shift for me. They're like one of those, um, I think the challenge that a lot of bands yeah. face is remain relevant. Um, while also still gaining traction because there are, and you always see it, like you see it with um, with Metallica, like their first two albums came out and then they were getting bigger and they put out like the Black album and to a lot of people, that's like the quintessential Metallica album. But for a bunch of people before then, it's like, this is not Master of Puppets. Like what Master is going Puppets, on? Yeah, yeah. This doesn't ride the lightning, so it's a challenge of like trying to remain relevant while still hey, expanding. What did Unjustice for All do, do? Why did you not mention that? That's the best one they ever made, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the 
see like there's like a difference of like when you came into the band like when they started making their change and i think paramore kind of started going like that uh more popish like we want to yeah, be more on the radio. 80s kind of pop techno vibes yeah and i was a bigger fan of their earlier work like their punk rockish stuff you know that was just my high school days you know angsty team and <laughs> Haley williams was uh, you know the crush that i had back in the day with the flaming orange hair i was just like yes <laughs> <laughs> well well i think i think that um i have like a i have a, a take on this and it's I completely hear you because I, you know, it happens with all these, especially with like these kind of bands that you were in your teenage angst with. So the Fallout Boys, Panic at the Disco, all these guys. Maybe not so much Panic, but um, <laughs> but Par- Paramore. Par- they're always a bit weird, but Paramore and that kind of thing. It's it's remarkable how much things, uh, how much they change and they go through. And, and the one question is, well, is it the corporate machine? Is it about money making? Is it about mm-hmm. being relevant and evolving? And the other thing is, I don't know if I'd want to listen to them write the same album again and again. Um, yeah. How would I feel about that? Also, to, to the point back to the coming full circle to the remake of movies, if they tried to replicate that album again, it probably would fall short and we'd have different criticisms. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. But I do think I do think there's a lot of bands who are evolving that it's either we get this version or we wouldn't have them because they break up. They need to evolve. They need to do different things. So there is a lot of me that kind of goes, I wish they had you know, write, write one or two kind of like you did back then and maybe they will maybe they'll go full circle but um they got to get this out of their system for better or worse mm. and um I, you know i like i like a lot of the i like a lot of the newer stuff i prefer the older stuff because i have an emotional attachment to it mm. but i do like the new stuff too yeah and no, i i totally i think i can see it from both points of view because i have definitely had bands where i've grown up with and then they started making crappy albums in my opinion uh so when when you're on on that ride with them you're like oh, oh, why are they doing this why are they doing this but then all of a sudden a band that i discovered recently which is bring me the horizon which have definitely gone through you know a journey that people are not completely on board with and i and i i, I got into yeah. them now because of Parad- uh, parasite eve and I, i'm now working my way backwards and i'm like oh this is great this is also great oh this is different but it's also great and i'm like they have like such a great catalog of music but people back from the days would be you know bringing out their pitchforks because i'm saying this Ali <laughs> <laughs> sykes is one of the leading i mean there's a lot of talk about the younger kind of front men who are leading that front men front women who are leading the the call as you did when you had like a uh, guy from tour what's his name uh maynard james maynard that's it um and uh, you had like all these kind of pre- you know james hitfield all these guys but who's doing the next thing and there's and, and and by no means am i comparing i'm not at all but you've got like the ronnie radkers and you've got the ollie sykes and you've got these guys who are leading the forefronts in those kind of um areas just at least by the conversation, the amount of conversation around them. And it's like, well, we'll see. It's a different time. Music is is being consumed differently. It's not coming out just on radio or you're not going down to your CD store to buy it. You're getting it on iTunes. You're getting it on Spotify. And people, one thing I know about human beings, because I'm one of them, is uh, we are we're a greedy bunch. The more we get, the more we want. We want, our type, we want what we want. We want it when we want it. We want it for the price we want it. And it becomes very difficult for all those criteria to match. Yeah. So when is the, your next reaction video out? Because I want it now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's that's the one thing is like uh, I had to kind of get over that because I put I, I put a lot of care into these. I don't just wake up, you know, kind of yawn and do a reaction. I sit and I don't listen to anything. I go, okay, get your ears clear. 
drink some water, clear your throat, be ready. Like don't, the only time, so like I mess up intros all the time. I, I, I would love to send you some videos. All the reactions are in one take, but the intros, there's like three or four goes mm. because I like mess, I, I don't know what it is, like if it's rehearsed. And I, I was on live TV for five years, so like I should be better than this. But um, <laughs> I I, um, I do these I do these intros and I mess them up and I do the reaction. But um, you put so much care and effort into them. You make sure you're in the right frame of mind, that your ears are ready, that everything is ready. And you put the video out and you're like, ah, it's out. And then someone watches it and within, it's not even out for the duration of the song and someone goes, do this now. And they give you a new one and you're like, oh, just watch it. Just, just give me a minute. Like, Give me feedback on yeah. this. What's next? Like, what, what's the, put it at the end of a long essay. I, I really love watching you react to metal music, by the way, uh, because I really, because I can see that you are in that, now you're in the listening zone so you're, you're yeah. really in in the music at that point and then there might be you know some kind of small intro and all of a sudden everything just hits at the same time and you, yeah. you can just see like you, you whoa what what's happening here and I, I just love those moments because you can, you're gonna see how involved you are in the music but that's but that's the thing is like i i've when you write songs and you're in studio most of your time in studio is you hear something you don't like It's a buzz. It's a tonal thing. It's an issue that you're trying to eliminate. So you have to train your ears to find it, right? So that's why you'll see me move around a lot. My way of doing that is I'm, you, you hear the thing that the music wants you to hear. You find your own way to eliminate that and hear what's behind it or around it or underneath it. And that's why I'm like always moving around and stuff because that's like my, my way of doing it. Is the, My brother sent me an article called The Art of Listening. Um, and it's really interesting because it's like how you can – take something that is pushed to you and get rid of it and hear other things and um metal is the perfect environment for that because there's so much going on and there's so much speed and intensity and then there's nothing and then there's everything and it's like it's it's overwhelming it's like a high like a listening high mm. and that's why i think people love metal music mm. i think that transcends as well like that whole moving around to try to get different perspectives if i'll catch myself playing video games sometimes and i'll be just straight up and then all of a sudden i'm like <laughs> it doesn't help my view in any way if i'm playing a racing game moving my hands is not helping the car move but for some reason i feel inclined well, to do so because i'm so involved in that moment and i feel enveloped by what i'm doing it's exactly that if you i mean you, everyone's been in a car where you're going to a brand new house like a house party or something and you're getting close and you don't know the direction so you turn the volume down mm. Yeah. So you can mm -hmm. find that. Okay. So it's it makes no sense, but that's what it is. It's like, what do I do to eliminate distraction to find the thing? And that's mm. all this is. So I know I watch myself back. I don't want to say watch myself back. It's only through editing. Um, I'm not that much of an egomaniac, <laughs> but I watch myself. I watch myself back through editing, and I, I cringe. I cringe. I, for the first like ten, I don't know, maybe five to ten videos, I inverted my video because I hated seeing my face in a way that the mirror. Mm wasn't sure. do you know yeah. what i mean it's like it's a different i couldn't do it and everyone was like i i just had someone comment and i got this um you know this lightboard thing in the back here this have a damn good day thing that i have in all my videos and someone just said to me i've noticed that the g moves a little bit from time to time i was like what <laughs> like how much video how many videos are you watching <laughs> it's, it's weird the wow. things that people will pick out amazing yeah uh the the, the cap the cap is the biggest one The Broncos cap in the back. Oh, oh God. I, 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 how, why? How? 
how does a how does a how does a South African born Englishman go and become a Broncos fan? I'm like I'm still answering that question. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's a logical question to ask. I mean, I'm I'm in the U.S., so I get sports stuff, but then I always wonder like how did people from other countries like I don't know what your sports programming is. I'm like, isn't it just football over there? You guys got other no things? no. So I I actually grew up playing rugby. I was a rugby player, and I took mm. I played it at quite a serious level. Um, only through high school and I damaged my neck. I, I wasn't allowed to play anymore. I ended up in a neck brace. I had like, couldn't move my feet for a little bit. So it was, it was a serious injury. I wasn't allowed to play anymore. Um, but I played rugby and I love contact, which is why I like fighting. I like the competition, competitive elements of mm-hmm. it. Um, but when you watch rugby, at some points in your life, you're going to find NFL, right? You're going to because they are unique in that they are very full contact a bit like i was a hockey fan too i played ice hockey when i was younger so i was was, i'm ironically a huge broncos fan and a huge avalanche fan without knowing they were connected i had no (laughs) idea because geographically i was just ignorant but um i got into particularly i always liked nfl but the reason i liked the broncos is because i was playing madden and shanahan's playbook was just the nicest one to play with so i latched onto them so like that's (laughs) that's as simple as it is um, I actually on the rugby front, I taught like I'm not pro or anything like that, but I taught elementary school kids uh, flag rugby, like started trying to teach them yeah. the basics of flag rugby, which is a weird concept, especially for football fans in the United States to start trying to figure out rugby because you're passing the ball backwards rather than forward to go, to go forward. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like the concept, though, the idea of like taking a step back so that you can all move forward as a group. Like, I like that, yeah. that idea. It's it's like it's like earning ground kind of thing. It's like that whole mentality. Mm-hmm. You've got to earn your, earn your yards. But um, I always joke, like, I'm an NFL fan, so everyone knows this, but I always go, like, like rugby's like NFL, but, like, for people who aren't soft, right? So if you <laughs> – and I joke, I joke, I joke heavily because I, I know how intense both are. But um, I did actually go to Japan last year to go watch the World Cup with a colleague. And um, we got stuck there during the typhoon, and it was terrifying. And um, we ended up coming back, and you know, had a wonderful experience there. And then South Africa ended up winning the World Cup, so I was over the moon. I was still bragging about it, annoying all the English folk around here because we beat them again in the final. Japan is awesome. I I was Amazing. stationed in Japan. I was stationed in Japan when I was in the military, so I was there for about three and a half years, and it was some of the most fun I've ever had. It was great. It's amazing. It's uh, it's it is. It is a cultural um, um, awakening and overwhelming. Like holy I've never moly, known. you are you are completely right on the cultural thing. I went on the subway once, and it was just like you see like girls dressed in traditional like Camino style stuff, and then you have just your people that are just randomly walking around looking like Final Fantasy characters, and then you also just have normal business people, casual, and it's just all intermingled, and no one is staring at anybody like it's a weird thing. Like, all of it is just completely socially acceptable, and I think that that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's a wonderful place. I'd go back in a heartbeat. I was centered around rugby games, so I didn't get to go too much out of Tokyo. Um, I went to Shinzoku as like a one game that was out of out of Tokyo, but the rest of the time I spent in there, I'd love to do more of like the countryside and stuff. That would be amazing. Cool. So I think we're about to end for today, I think. But before we end completely, I have some important questions. I quickly just want to get out of the way. Um, have you listened to Deftones in your life? Do you know the band? <laughs> uh, or is it something yes. you... Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, you know them. Crap. Because that's... I... Can I get a review of Deftones? Then? Um, 
Uh, you well, you know what? You can't. You can because, um, uh, and this is gonna this is gonna be one of those bands. Um, I know of Deftones. I've listened to probably one or two songs. Mm. Um, I didn't latch onto them. It just was okay. something. It, uh, not not for any any good reason. I didn't latch onto them. So there is a wealth of of music that I haven't heard. So you can definitely get a Deftones reaction. There we go. My own summer. My favorite song. Just if you got bored one day and don't know what to react to, then. How unprofessional, Marty. <laughs> we did not bring him on the show so that you could personally that, that, request exactly, things. I'm okay have, I'm okay that's why it. I have endured the last one and a half hour just to get that request out there. <laughs> you, you know what? It's it's so funny. Like, the request thing is a funny thing. Like, a lot of people... I have someone who comments on every single video I do, and they're like, day 100... Well, not 100, but day 56 of asking for X. <laughs> and then they just comment again. I'm like, oh, my God. So some, yeah. some guy some guy, um, some guy, guy reached out to me on Patreon, and he said to me uh, today, he said to me, Listen, uh, I my daughter's turning five tomorrow, and she watches your videos. She loves them. I'm like, is that a good idea? And he's like, yeah, no. She watches these videos, um, and she she loves Nightwish is her favorite band. Greatest Show on Earth is her favorite song. Is there any way you could like do a shout out for her? And I was like, listen, the video's uploaded. It's going live in like an hour or two. I can't edit the video, but I will do another little quick video shout out, which I'll release tomorrow for her. And then he sent me this video of her like thanking me, and my heart just sunk Aww. through my shoes. I was like, <laughs> it, it's the thing is like there, there is no formula to getting reactions. Like the Deftones one is a good shot. It makes sense. They're a big band. I haven't heard a lot of their stuff, and I like you guys. So <laughs> why wouldn't I do it? But but, um, but a lot of people get frustrated with reactions when they go, I've been asking for this forever, and I'm like, just I I have a list of about 150 songs at the moment that I'm juggling every day and trying to manipulate that list to try and go through it. So I'm not ignoring it. I'm just trying to get there. <laughs> this is why I can never be on YouTube as a reactor because I'd be like, yeah, I've noticed your comments. Like, Day 53, I just don't react to it. So I keep you coming back and being a number for me. <laughs> if I react to it, I can't count on you coming back with your numbers. So I need to know that yeah. you're still there. You're a smarter marketing man than I am. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I, I get, I get, I get, um, which I will I won't share with you now. I'll share with you offline. But I have a folder. I have two folders on my desktop. One is called um, Yup Yup, and the other is called Funny. And the funny one is for the things like I could watch you analyze a potato, and I'd still be interested. Um, and then the Yup Yup one is filled with things that I can't repeat on here. <laughs> I, have, I have been called names. You. you my my unborn children are going to suffer apparently at the curses of some of these people. It is it's a disaster, and I'm like I leave stuff like I don't delete. If if you the only time I'll delete your comments is if you're abusing uh, other members, if you're if you're abusing too much like vanity unnecessarily, you can swear you can do what you want. Or if you've been like racist or you've been like whatever, then I then I'll take it off. You've been sexist, yeah. but I had to take one or two of those off today. But otherwise, I leave it um, and and I keep them because <laughs> they're funny. See that that'll. That will teach you to never mention Amy Lee and Floor Janssen <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> Some guy just sent me a message on that. He, a, lo- a lot of people were like, how dare you? Like, wink face. Like, you know, it was kind of fun, you know, mm. tongue-in-cheek and fun. Some guy sent me, some guy sent me, um, like, a message, and he was like, he just wrote, he just wrote, <laughs> I can't even say this, he just wrote, uh, uh, Floor, question, dot, like, question, 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 uh, Amy Lee, question, 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 and then he wrote, do it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn, I guess. I immediately went to my like my my, my, my social media. I was like, my location's off, right? Like he can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
amazing. But I mean, as we as we uh, tend to say in the group of content creators, is that when you start getting those kind of messages, it means you made it, right? Well, I I, I keep always. Everyone says to me like, everyone tells me you're like you're doing the YouTube thing. I, I I don't know at what point I get to call myself a YouTuber. I think I'm there now. I think 20k qualifies. I think I get to say, "Hey, I'm a YouTuber." To people I meet, I wouldn't because they'll go, "Why?" But <laughs> but it is. I do feel I do feel like it's a qualifier. So I'm very proud and very grateful for everyone who cares. Um, if there's anybody out there that's doing YouTube, by the way, that's listening to the show, uh, you brought up when do you consider yourself to be a YouTuber? And for me personally, for anybody listening that maybe has a smaller channel, I actually consider a YouTuber anybody that uploads consistently and enjoys what they're doing um, you don't have to you can have 10 followers you can have 100 you can have a million and as long as you are steady with what you're doing then to me you are considered a youtuber like there is no cutoff just do you yeah. and have fun with it if you if you it's like when are you a songwriter the minute you write a song like it's it's the same yeah. it's the same thinking i think i think with the youtube stuff it's also about intent so what are you trying to convey what do you what is the purpose of what you're doing are you doing it okay well then you're that yep that's a pretty good place to end i guess all right so that brings us to the end of a pretty jam-packed show um i'm double meaning there with the music focus <laughs> obviously this was a little bit of a different episode for us but Marty and I have both expressed before that we both like reaction videos. We both like music. Who who would have known? Um, but it's been a great episode, and I would like to thank Chase for coming on the show with us today. I know we're just two random guys that reached out, and uh, I think it was pretty good. I think you've passed the test. I can replace Marty with you now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one, yeah. Listen, if anyone wants to call in sick, give me a call. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. And before I go ahead and do our outro, I would like to give you a chance to promote yourself. Let everybody here know what your YouTube is and where they can find you anywhere else on the internet. Yeah, uh, pretty simple. I'm just Chase Carneson on YouTube. Same on, t- on Twitter. Um, I think if you if you just search for um, my name in any like, reaction you're looking for, you'll either find one that you want or one that you don't, but you'll find it nonetheless. Um and hopefully you enjoy it. And if you do uh, branch out, look at other reactors, explore them, support them. But the thing that I want to say the most is like, we wouldn't exist without the bands who make this music. And it's a very, very tough time for them because they can't tour. And what you find is I've actually spoken to some people and I've looked at some other interviews that um, bands have done with reactors and with, with other uh, online journals is the biggest problem they have is merchandise. So they have all this merch that they bought for tours that they can't move. So first thing is find out which channel you can buy from that gives them the biggest output. Something like Indie Merch is one that helps them out a lot because they get the biggest markup on that. And just like that's a really good way to support them at the moment. Obviously, listening to their music and buying the albums and stuff as well, but merchandise is a big one. So uh, without them, we would just be here listening to nothing. So to be honest, the the promotion needs to go to them more than us. If you like the band, you're most likely going to find one or two of us anyway. That's right. We need Chase to keep reacting to more music instead of baking potato reaction streams. Um, <laughs> as interesting as that may be, um, I don't really care about the analytics of how the deep fryer works and things like that. No. Um, so you you, you peaked my interest. Us. I want to see that. Smarty ears potatoes, and he's all about it. Maybe um, like an April Fool's thing, I'll do like reactions <laughs> oh, to a baked potato. Like, well. 
Oh, there was a YouTuber that actually did that. He was a gaming channel, and he was like, best potato ever. And he was like going deep into like this potato. It's the most ridiculous thing. And it was awesome. Sorry, just before you say that, that would be, that would be my thing. Is like April Fool's, I'll do like a reaction to like the most country song ever. And that way I get to do something I enjoy and people will think I'm joking. <laughs> Not if they listen to this. According to Marty, we have yeah. like uh, 3,000 people available because he was going to help push you over that 20K mark, but you yeah. hit it already. But, so. <laughs> I mean, now that you're on this show, you would definitely hit that 100K fast, really fast, so fast. Yeah, now oh, yeah, you can sure. say you made it. <laughs> I'll call for, anyway. for a piece of the plot and send yes. it to you. <laughs> All right, obviously we could just kind of like keep going on forever, but we do have to put a pin in this so that Marty's computer doesn't (laughs) explode with all of the recording that it has to do. Thank you once again, Chase, for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Marty, for always being here on the side as well. Um, We're equal. He's not on the side like of me, like behind. We're side by side. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Michael, for being here as well. It was awesome that you could make it again this week. Anyways, if you have any questions for us or if you have any questions that maybe you would like to send that we can send to Chase um, later on, feel free to email the show. You can do that at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com. You can also find us over on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more with the number two in the front. And if you'd like to check out this episode as well as our complete past uh, record of library, go ahead and check out two nerds, maybe more.com. That's where all of our fun stuff is at. You'll be able to see notes and all that good stuff. So, I guess that's it. It is. Are we done? Are we clear? I, I, I think, think we're so. good. Woo! Take care. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.